you're listening to Business in Board Shorts, the only podcast dedicated to coastal entrepreneurs and business owners. Let's dive right into this week's episode. Hey, Grant, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's really, I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Tell listeners where you are located. We're located on 31st Street and 3rd Ave North in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, the exact address is 3112 3rd Ave North, St. Petersburg, Florida, 33713. And we literally opened our doors four day, or four weeks and uh, three days ago. So it's brand new. It's, it's, uh, it's a little venture that I've been thinking about for five years and put one year of good uh, work into fruition and a lot of miracles happening and everything else and a lot of skill sets earned and, and it's been a lot of fun. So I, gotta, I get to live with the five of my best friends. We all graduated college in the past you know, two, year to two years and COVID kind of threw our lives up into a mix. I actually graduate, graduated from Indiana with a finance degree. And uh, decided to trade that for a mustache, some long hair, and uh, a sandwich shop and selling smiles. How did you pick St. Pete? Have you lived there your whole life? No. So I actually grew up in Boca Raton, Florida, um, southeast Florida, near Fort Lauderdale, and uh, was born and raised. We grew up with great sandwiches with just lots of meat, good Italians, this and that. And then... uh, I got a scholarship to go do finance up in Indiana for academics and spent three and a half years up in Indiana where I fell in love with bison farming and just a few different other stuff. Um, Our logo is bison and it's also a great mascot as a company because when a storm is coming, cattle will run away and stay in the storm for longer. But when a storm comes, bison run through it, running through adversity and getting to the other side much quicker. Um, and that's what we're about. You know, we're all college educated individuals. And, um, you know, the reason I stumbled upon St. Pete is I fell in love with a girl for two weeks. Thought she was my wife came to like one little vacation in St. Pete for two days. It was like, huh, this place is pretty cool. I was originally going to start in Austin, Texas. And this place kind of reminded me of what Austin, you know, would have been 15 years ago, with just a little bit small population, really great town. People are super nice. Everyone's a little bit weird. So it's okay for you to be weird too. Um, yeah, and they're all about community and art and, and whatnot. And that's pretty much all we're based about too. You know, supplying quality. Let's go back to what you said earlier that this was like five years in the making. So kind of walk through that for a minute. Yeah. So I, uh, I went to Indiana university in order to pay for it. I started working at uh, Cutco knives. You ever heard of it? Selling knives. Um, so basically it was a multi-level marketing and whatnot. And, it wasn't door to door, but it started as like warm phone calls. And then you got into recommendations and starting with family and friend. And from 18 to 20 year old, uh, I was able to over three summers working, make $90,000, get a few free trips to Mexico, get a lot of great business skills, learn how to read books that actually, you know, equip you for life and, uh, making journaling a habit, building a bunch of habits, you know, getting to practice in a, an environment where man sharpened man, uh, iron sharpened iron. So I did three years of that. And as a 20-year-old, I actually got to go to Naples two hours away from where I was, uh, where home was, get an apartment for three months, have to get a lease for three months, put up $18,000 of my own money to run a little small knife company. And we ended up, like I ended up interviewing a thousand people and hiring a hundred and doing $170,000 in knife sales for the summer. Um, and it was a really, really, really cool summer camp. Yeah. Or 
you know, whether you get paid or you don't depends on how well you are as a human being. And uh, it's all commission-based. So in that, my mentor always said, like, we're an avenue of professional growth and development for young entrepreneurs. Skies is a knife company. And the knives are just a vehicle to teach a skill set. So I said that really implant, implanted with me. And you know, I couldn't imagine of going and getting a nine to five and doing this and that. Um, after the freedom and also the income of sales and whatnot. So for the sandwich shop, we're an avenue of professional growth and development for young entrepreneurs disguised as a sandwich shop. And when someone joins our team, they get given a curriculum of books that uh, we've been able to put together that I've like personally really put together that teach like empathy, sales skills, and uh, also how to manifest and get things you want. And like Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, some of those greats and everything. And, you know, I want to essentially make the American dream that a family of four gives you a stand off a high school diploma again. And uh, the way we do that is kind of like Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is one of the hardest, hardest organizations in the world to get into um, at the managerial and owner level. It's harder than Harvard and harder than Stanford. And that's because they treat their people really well. You know, it's a good work environment and you know, the people get paid really well. So we're going to essentially do the same thing. How did you come up with the organization of the, the team being really good friends, but yet you got to run it like a business, you know, and like put people in the places to succeed. I, I guess it's like, it's, on one hand, it sounds like amazing, but then I also can see the negatives where, you know, ego could get stuck in the way. And the nice part is, is the group that we have is like, for example, I spent, uh, you know, seven months while planning this over COVID and like five hours of meditation a day and like in my best habits and waking up at 5 a.m. and like just honestly crushing creativity and thought. And like, that's where a lot of this like conversation started and just expectations make uh, meaning reality. Everyone's happy. So basically that's how I pitched it. You know, I did, from day one of coming on board, um, it's kind of like egos get out of the way. We're describing this as the military. Like, so what? Like, if you have hurt feelings, like, sorry. Um, and there's always a conversation because there is always a win-win, you know, and, and you can do things and you can have hard conversations, but you can do it in the box, uh, viewing that person as an object getting in the way of your happiness, or you could do it out of the box, viewing that person as a real person with their own problems going on and things like that. Um, so, I mean, communication is great. It hasn't been a flaw once. We live together. We work together. We pretty much spend all of our time together and like we have weekly meetings and like whenever there's a little problem with the way someone's behaving or this, or that, we just fix it before it becomes a big problem. Um, and we also spend good as a team, like, you know, meditation, just the prolonged focus of a singular task, whether that's making sandwiches or prepping food or this and that, you know, we all have time to kind of think and like push the ego out a little bit. And you're coming from the same foundation that. Right. Like, because you're talking about like, Hey, you got this curriculum and here's these books and like you, you all have, you're, you're all coming from that same spot. Yeah. And like the first book we hand someone is called leadership and self-deception getting out of the box by the Arbinger, Arbinger, Arbinger Institute. And uh, the whole book is how do you teach empathy and how do you communicate with one another in a business sense? Right. So if I hand this book to every single new hire and say, Hey, you have four days or two weeks to read it and you have to debrief it with the manager, then we're going to be able to use the same lingo and they're going to get to understand when they're in the box. So therefore, we can, you know, Hey, like you're being a little bit in the box and they can re like register for themselves and they'd be like, Ah, like you're right. You know, like, and it, and it works really well. Um, and it makes for a very conducive working environment because 
we're all there with the mindset that, you know, we're all trying to put in the same amount of effort. We're all on the same terms and, and whatnot. Was, was it always going to be a sub shop or did that change over time? I didn't know what it was going to be when I was leaving. Like I came home for Christmas break over, uh, my sophomore, sophomore, junior year of college, which was, you know, three to five years, three to four years ago. And originally I was raising a million dollars to go sort of bison farm because I was really gung ho about bison. And, um, Ted Turner, like I've always kind of looked at him from a, as a mentor from afar. And he's kind of, he brought the American bison back to, to life. And then he had to start selling uh, bison burgers to Ted's burgers because it just, they overpopulated so quickly. So I'm trying to do a distribution channel where we do specials on Wednesday, like bison meatballs. And we're going to sell like fresh cut bison, in our display fridge and everything else to start educating the population on like, you know, bison's a really good alternative to cattle. It's healthier than turkey. You can't make a bison do anything a bison doesn't want to do. You can't overfeed them. You can't feed them crap. You know, what, what makes Gateway Subs different than the sub shop down the street? One nice part about St. Pete, there really isn't a sub shop down the street. So that was very convenient as well. The second nice thing, a few, is that you know our full sandwiches have a uh, half pound of uh, meat on it. So they're huge sandwiches on the bottom. You do like your mayo and then you put your first layer of meat on it. And then we load it up with all your veggies, whatever makes you happy, makes us happy. And, uh, and then we tuck it all in on top with the top layer of meat. And um, so no one leaves hungry, which is really nice. And then our motto on the wall is we're Epicureans who value good business and treat people like people. Every single person who comes into our store is treated like a human being and is viewed that way. And like, for example, the grand opening, we were able to give out 166 free subs. We were out of food in three hours and we thought we would have it for two days. It was like the most magical thing ever. The mayor was there, big ribbon cutting with two different chambers. Like a lot of, you know, we spent six months and even coming here before getting the house, like we as a team saved up 48 grand collectively so we could spend it in the city, uh, city of St. Pete and give before we ever asked to get. Right. And that's our principle for everything. That's why we did a free sub for everyone on the grand opening and we were feeding homeless people and it was great. And like, they're the only people who came back for seconds and we're going to start like a nonprofit called Sammy's for St. Pete um, that helped with the homeless and, and bring our patriots in and whatnot. And in the end of the day, I just want these to be vehicles of goodwill. Like we're going to be open 7am to 8pm once we're like a little bit better structured because we do breakfast sandwiches. We have a coffee roaster. It's not just a sandwich, sh- sandwich shop. We spent like $35,000 on coffee equipment um, and it's, I spent six months in a day in apprenticeship after leaving Indiana in the coffee industry to work towards 10,000 hours of mastery. And there I became a barista over six months and convinced the dude to teach me how to roast. We just try to treat people really, really well. And that's a missing commodity in the, the food industry. And we are a quick bite, but you should be able to get a quick bite that also feed, like fuels your soul. Because when you look back in the last like year, what's your, what's your favorite thing? Like trials and tribulations. In a day, like life is full of them, and at least they're my trials. And like when we overcome them, like I get to choose what the reward is. You know, so we do like steak. We have a epics experiences with Gateway too, where a percentage goes back to like steak dinners and this and that, and different experiences that like you by yourself might not do. Because um, I just want to expose people to a bunch of different ways to live. And uh, I think one of the most fun parts is like. Yeah, I'm 24 years old. This is my first go at this event, like a, any venture of my own. Um, it seems to be going pretty well thus far. And like, it is mine. Like I was pregnant for 10 months with this baby and finally got born. It was like the most, it was the most, one of the most special things I've ever been a part of. I just sat there and cried and there's just a line of people at the door.
Where do you want to see it two, three years down the road? Uh, two, three years down the road. I, I, I hope we have five locations. You're saying? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Five locations. I hope we have a, a coffee department, like a much bigger one. Where we're shipping coffee. There's, there's endless avenues. And in the end of the day, like, you know, we are an avenue of professional growth and development for young entrepreneurs. We do invest in our people Two of the guys who came and lived with us, uh, started a juice company and we're a distribution for the juice company. Yeah, and that's, they work at gateway, but they also juice at like five o'clock in the morning to then be able to sell juice, create a little wealth for themselves. Last two questions, close out the show. What is the best business advice you've received? You can't have your cake and eat it too, is what the saying goes. And then I had a mentor who came along and said, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You just have to buy the bakery. And that's you know essentially what we did. Best life advice? I, if, if you just continue walking, like if you have a goal in mind and you just like, even if you don't know where you're going, if you just continue to put a foot in front of yourself, because that's kind of uh, not to go into a whole nother thing, but like my family suffered a major tragedy literally weeks after we were initially supposed to open and thank God we didn't for another four months. And like, it sent me on a whole tyrant of losing my mind and just like my brother passed away is what it is. Like he, he committed, committed suicide and every valley is a peak and every peak is a valley. And like, we started a foundation in his name and within like five months, we've already raised $90,000 and money doesn't replace stuff. But the saying goes that someone dies twice, once when the physical body ceases to exist. And the next time is when the last per- time that person's name is uttered. My brother's name, like there's a sub named after him. I get to people, I get to hear people say it every single day. And we have a Bricer foundation that's going to go on and save millions of lives. And he was suffering with mental health. And that's something that has really taken our country. And now my mission in life is to essentially tackle this problem. And the only way I know how to do that is through capitalism. Literally, I didn't know what I was doing for four months. And we still got a bad sub shop. And it didn't matter as long as I didn't stop walking. And now I do have my mind back a little bit. I have my spirit back. Things are moving in the right direction. And we're running a fantastic company. I appreciate you hopping on. I wish you all the best. And let's definitely keep in touch. We're going to have to do a follow-up in uh, six months or a year and see how things are going. And when I'm in St. P, I'm going to definitely stop by. Please do. I look forward to seeing you. There's two things I love. Catching rays and catching new business. But getting tan is a lot easier than getting your business found online. If you're struggling to get new customers from your website, let my decade of experience work for you. Surf on over to callmect.com and fill out a quick form. I'll be sure to answer as soon as I get back from the beach.